98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. In Alabama over the past weekend, down at my nephew's first birthday party. Did you see pictures of this on Facebook? The, 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 the party they threw for this kid? No. Was it big? Heck yeah. Like 75 people showed Holy up for this crap. thing. Who knows 75 Bounce people? house, all this and that. And uh, and I kept even saying at the party, like, oh, Grant is one year old. He'll never forget this party for the rest of the day. <laughs> this guy's looking around. He doesn't know what's going on. It's almost like you could give your kid a card for the first two years. They wouldn't know any difference. I think they did it for them because they tried so long to right. have the first one, to have my first nephew. They tried like five, six, seven, eight years and prayed and prayed and prayed. Finally got pregnant with him. It was right during COVID. He had to spend like 60 days in the NICU. And as luck would have it, you hear about this happening from time to time. Have that baby, have so much trouble, and then accidentally get pregnant Again. less than a year later. And was that, I also hear this, that the first one can be very difficult, but the second one can sometimes be like regular for some reason. Was mm. the second baby all right? Yeah, I mean, I think they had him a little early, but nothing. Nothing, nothing compared. Nothing like the first one. Yeah, so I think what they're doing is having this big celebration Good, because they, of, they remembered how hard it was and how scary it was when the baby was born during COVID. Now, I want to know, is she going to be able to maintain this for seven, eight years? Oh, I think so, Two man. birthday parties a year, big giant birthday parties? Every birthday party that I've ever had with my kid, we did it up much bigger than I. My, my parents gave me pencils one year for birthdays. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, I think the kids get a little bit more pop and circumstance than we got. Well, she got a little emotional. She was like, I need to do this as long as I can because they're not going to want me to do it for long. Right. And I've got that clock going on me. I'm like, about seven years before this kid thinks I'm an idiot, Uh, you know. How heartbreaking. I'm halfway through having a kid that likes me. And it seems like it just flew by. I know. That's what everybody said. And I'm like, please be quiet. I know you say it happens at a flash, and then it really does. But there's nothing you can do to warn anybody, right? So somebody out there is holding their little one-day-old baby right now, and there's nothing you can say to them that's going to tell them that, uh, hey, this is going to be – he's going to be 18 before you know it, just getting out of prison. Tomorrow, and that kid's going to be 10. Yeah. That's the way it feels. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 644. Hey, Daniel. Uh, Tig, if you like drama, which I do – I'm on that Tulsa Restaurant Review page, and boy, do these people get to go at each other. On Facebook, uh, there's this place where people just talk about yeah. the restaurant they ate at, and people get mad at each other and all this. It's called Tulsa Restaurant Review. If you write a good review, people in the comments are going to start fussing at you. If you write a bad review, they're going to start fussing at you, and then they start to fuss amongst themselves. And uh, one restaurant they've been reviewing a lot lately is the place called Alley Cat Ranch. It is a barbecue place. And here's the thing about the barbecue place is it's owned by this Watershed Hospitality. That's the company that owns Kilkenny's Irish Pub, NOLA's, the Hemingway, and all that. They're planning on building a big facility out where they've got Alley Cat Ranch, the barbecue restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's, there, it's like a placeholder, and they're going to break ground on this big, giant place that has like a Ferris wheel, pickleball courts. I think it's going to be open. Yeah. Here in Tulsa. In Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Now, I've got from Tulsa World, I've got where this thing is located. And I'm so bad with directions that I'm going to read you where it says it is. Don't look them up. I want you just from hearing to try to figure out where this place okay, is. all right, go. I, if somebody handed me a million-dollar bill right now and said, if you can go to where this place is, we'll give this to you, I could never find it. Here is where they say it is. Alley Cat Ranch, located next to an old service station, just a block or so from where 2nd Street sags into various entries into the inner dispersal loop. (laughs) Where in the world is that? What is that? That might as well be on Mars. (laughs) They need to work on that one. 
Let me say it one more time, and you tell me, because yeah. you're good. You're like, oh, you claim to be a pilot, so you should know exactly what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Located next to an old service station, just a block or so from where 2nd Street sags into various entries to the inner dispersal loop. Now, where does that sound like it is to you? Well, 2nd Street is the only thing I understand from all of that information. What are people saying? Do they also get confused about the, uh, the location? I didn't read the comments, but then I got on a map and looked. It's kind of, uh, it's not too far from the Goat Bar and Kitchen. You know where that is? It's not actually too far from McNelly's. It's in that area over okay. there. How about that? Got it. Uh, here's a, a marker you would know, Ty. It's really almost across the street from House of Dank, each village, East Village dispensary. <laughs> what is House of Dank? That is uh, dispensary. Oh, okay, yeah. You're trying to do this thing where you make everybody think I, like, listen to reggae all day or something. I don't know what's going on, but um, but they're going to put a Ferris wheel down there? That sounds cool. Yeah, big, huge, huge. The plan is to build a 4,000-square-foot facility mm-hmm. that will have uh, a couple of kitchens, a Ferris wheel, three bars, two kitchens, uh, pickleball courts. So this is going to be a major, major Something thing. Else. Another great addition to the city. Well, I mean, why would you not want to live in Tulsa? It's a wonderful place to now live. Now I'm excited about that Ferris wheel. But, you know, since I spend a lot of time with you, Daniel, what always happens in our career is that uh, I will want to ride the Ferris wheel, and then you kind of want to, but we always question, should we do it together as two dudes? And uh, nobody knows us, and nobody recognizes us, until we get on a Ferris wheel. And then, like, three people go, oh, the Tig and Daniel boy, they're riding a Ferris wheel Yeah, together. they're like, they're Tig and his husband Daniel. <laughs> um, yes, I, I don't like to ride a Ferris wheel with you because you know that I get very uncomfortable with heights, and so you like to get up there and I start like swinging it and around. Carry on and 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 not only then are we two dudes up in a Ferris wheel booth, then the thing's rocking. <laughs> and you don't understand that. Not a good look, yeah. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Seven forty this morning. We got Jason Bolin tickets for you with our bull fight. Good morning, Tano. It's ninety eight five. The bull. Ty, do you think now that we have cell phones, you don't have to use your memory as much anymore? I absolutely believe in that. I, I thought about this earlier. I still remember the code to Contra to get the hundred lives. That up, down, up, down, left, right, left, oh, right. Video game cheat code or a, whatever. A B start. Yeah. Wow. Leg like start. Something like that. What a dork. You don't remember the code from Contra? No, I don't even know what that is. Okay, well, never mind. I, I, do, <laughs> I do remember, though, my buddy Chris Childers' phone number back in, this has been 30 years ago, 30, mm-hmm. 40 years ago. I remember his phone number. I remember my grandparents' phone number. Mm-hmm. Landlines. I remember the people across the street's number. That had gone for years and years and years. I remember all these phone numbers. I don't know my mom's cell phone number. I don't know my sister's cell phone number. Yeah, because these are all new numbers that came along when they got a cell phone. Right. Like, if I get thrown in jail and I get that one phone call, they better give me, like, a phone book. Or... Yeah, what do we do if we get thrown in jail? I know you can't you, just I... press wife anymore. You got to know her number. Somehow I know your phone number, mm-hmm. your cell phone number, but I don't know I, nobody else's cell phone number. Nobody else's at all. You have to do like a kid when I bring a kid to, like, the fair or whatever. You write the, the a number on their wrist, so just in case. You think I should start now as an adult writing down people's numbers? Do you want to be in prison and have nobody to call? Surely they give you access to your phone or something to get your numbers out to call somebody, right? I don't know all the rules. Do they? Seems like they would take that away when they took everything else in your pocket. I don't know how it works. And uh, you know what, Daniel? I was thinking last night, I came up with a great idea for the show. A great idea for this show. I truly doubt that. And I go, this is going to be amazing when we do this on the show. And I got all excited, and I'm thinking about the different ways we can do this thing on the show. And I, 
And I said, I, I should put that in my phone right now before I forget. And I said, no, no, it's such a great idea that there's no way I'm going to forget. And uh, that I forgot. You have no inkling what it was? <laughs> I have no idea what it was. Is there anything odd other than a phone number you can still remember from being back in the day? Do you remember maybe at Dell Champs, the grocery store you used to work at? How okay, so when, um, when you, like from my work as a kid as, in a grocery store, you couldn't scan fruit. You know, there was no barcode on it. So you had to remember this code when you put it on the scale. And I remember bananas is 4011, and I was 16 when that last happened. So you can't remember the great idea you had last right. night for our job that we get paid to do on the radio, but you can't remember the code for bananas. From <laughs> yeah, the brain is a, a curious thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 702 with Tig and Daniel. On 98.5 The Bull. Hey there, Daniel. Uh, an update, Tig. I closed on the house that I bought close to Cherry Street on Friday. I was uh, cleaning out a few things on Monday and discovered an original song that the previous owner or whoever lived in it, whoever, wrote it down on a notebook paper. written mm -hmm. and torn it out and taped it to the back of a door in the detached garage. Not, not a place that you would uh, see right off the bat unless you just kind of like, in the odd circumstance, you're in there and close that door. Um, I've now posted these song lyrics to the Tiger Daniel Facebook page, T-I-G-E and Daniel. And I want you to go and take a look at these song lyrics, see what you make of them. I'm feeling quite uncomfortable. I was over there yesterday. My dog, Fenton, nervous as a cat the entire time he's over there. So just in the house, your dog's freaking? Mostly in the backyard. Oh, no, because... Like, if you read the lyrics to the song that you found, yeah, it, it sounds like a body somewhere in that place. Don't know. Don't know about all that. But the dog is out on the back porch extremely nervous the whole time. So That's I want, I, I'm trying to get some opinions on what people make of this and what my next action should be. Go look at these uh, lyrics and we'll be back after Jelly Roll. And uh, we'll put on our thinking caps, Tig. We're like detectives. Tig and Daniel on Facebook. That's where it's at. T-I-G-E and Daniel. Go check out these lyrics and see what you think. It's... 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel got a house, and uh, like you do, you got the key. You go over there after you sign the papers, and you start looking around, see what needs to be done, da-da-da-da. You found a sheet of paper with written letters and words on it, and it seems to be a song, but it's a very creepy song. And you posted this paper on our Facebook page, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. Now, Tig, as you know, I am kind of a, a bit of a detective. I remember once somebody started a nasty Facebook group about you, and I said, you know what? This was way back, early, very early on in our career. And I said, you know what, Tig, I'm going to figure out who started this nasty Facebook campaign against you. And did I not do it? Yeah, you came to my defense. So I am like a detective, like Sherlock Holmes, and you were like my assistant, Fatson. <laughs> You know, I just came to work, and you're coming after me. I don't know what. Go ahead. What, Patson? Please, let's Sorry. look at uh, let's look at this these song lyrics. Now, you kept calling it a, a yes a letter yesterday, right? I did. I feel like a hundred percent sure that these are song lyrics. Do you also? Would you concur with that, Patson? I believe it is song lyrics now. A hundred percent song. You found lyrics. in your house. Somebody else wrote, and you're creeped out by it. Now, it is a 100 year old house, but here's the. Uh, intriguing part of me if you look at on the uh, tiger daniel facebook page this paper is not a hundred years old this paper doesn't appear to be more than a year or two old it's taped up there with painter's tape it's written in pencil i assume it's a man because they have that very nice old person's cursive 
Yeah, I mean, I used to see letters my grandpa wrote. They did have great right. penmanship. So it leads me to believe it's somebody over 60 or 70. And the song reads as follows. You can read the entire song, but here's a few of the things that are standing out to me that's got me very uncomfortable. I'm afraid they're going to find you and there's nothing that I can do. Do you feel that I can see your soul? I'm not made for love. You've made a big mistake. Do you remember the fear on her breath? Do you remember your hand on the hem of her dress? These idle hands, they do the devil's work. These idle hands, they do much worse. I live to spit on your grave. I live just to spit on your grave. That's comfortable. I go over there with my dog yesterday, and he is very uncomfortable in the backyard. Normally, the dog is running around sniffing and, and smelling and jumping and leaping. Uh-uh. He, to, to clarify, your dog doesn't read, so he doesn't know anything about the letter, but just correct. on his own, he's freaked out over there. That's right, Fasten. He does not read. He, do, he does feel a sense of unease. Now, at first, I thought, I don't want to share this guy's song lyrics if this was something he'd written. I mean, I get it. I, too, am an artist. <laughs> we are. Um, but if this were, say, in an envelope tucked away in his belongings in a book or something like that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said a word. But the fact that they're taped up onto the back of the garage door, and I don't mean the garage door that goes up and down when the car pulls in. I mean the back of a garage, like the door you open, just walk in and out of it. Mm -hmm. What's my next steps here? What do I do about this? Because Burn the house down. Well, I don't think there's no body in the house. But that, that I'm afraid they're going to find you leads me to kind of think that maybe... It sounds like there's a body somewhere. Somewhere. And I'm not saying it's on my property. But your dog's freaked out back there. Yeah. The sums up. And so I put this on uh, the Tiger Dingo Facebook page thinking the people that love us will would comfort me. That is not the case at all. Everybody's like... Oh, crap, I'd run, run, run. <laughs> uh, Shelly writes, all righty then, that should make for some interesting stormy nights when the power goes out. There's ghouls over there. I mean, I shouldn't call the police or anything, should I? What would you call and say, like, I have uh, no crime to report? James says, get Fenton trained to be a cadaver dog and solve the mystery or turn it into a haunted Airbnb. My own Aunt Claire says that's a little bit disturbing with you know what, you a, know with what a they, gif of Richard Simmons. <laughs> you know what they do? Like, if you saw that Jeffrey Dahmer thing, whenever, like, you know, they had that apartment complex he was doing all his crimes in, you know what they do? They turn those into parking lots. You should sell your house to Andalini's and have people park there. No, no, no. I don't. I don't well, I'm not doing that no matter what. Uh, somebody else says maybe you should research the previous owners of the house. Maybe they have criminal records. Now, here's another twist to this case. I'm not even sure I should be talking about this because if that guy is out there. Now he sounds very calm and reasonable. <laughs> this guy might be, you know, like, like, hey, uh, this guy's talking about me on the radio. I don't like it. He could come after me. You remember how you helped me move my last move? You came over and you helped unload couches and yeah. all that. And you want me to do the same? I can't do it. I ain't going over to no graveyard. It's not a graveyard. <laughs> I think it really truly it is probably be. just like a song like Edgar Allan Poe. I mean, did Edgar Allan Poe actually kill anybody, even though he wrote these short stories and poems and all that? He looked like a reasonable guy. Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe, a great reputation. So, I, you know, I thought about Officer Chris that listens to the show sometimes. Should I get these song lyrics to him and... Maybe he has, like, a database he can look through or right. something. You suggested I go to the library and look up that microfilm or whatever it is you can you see in movies. 
you know, where they go through and look at right, all right, the right. articles and everything. Well, what you can do pretty easily is find out who used to live there and then look them up in the Oklahoma Supreme Court database and see if there's any been any things filed against this person. Well, I ain't doing that thing at the library because every movie you see, there's never any good news that comes from that. It's never like, uh, all is fine over <laughs> over this particular house. Like or four this, bodies yeah. under the crawl space. Like, oh, okay. All right, so, well, good luck, man. Well, anyway, what I want you to do is uh, come look at these song lyrics. See what you think. I need a little advice here. I don't know what in the world to do. Ty Gadano on Facebook. That's where he posted these lyrics. You can read them for yourself, and they are wild. Ty Gadano, T-I-G-E, and Daniel on Facebook. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Life is good today. You know, Daniel, I've got a uh, box of cat poop on my porch. I feel like I should start a journal, like day one, day two, day... We're on day 10 of my cat poop journey. The reason there's a box of cat poop out there, good morning, it's 98.5 The Bull, is because we keep getting hit by porch pirates, and we had this idea, what if we take an Amazon box, we fill it up with cat poop, tape it back up, that way, ha-ha, how funny would it be when the prowler gets uh, gets the box and goes home with it, and they're, like, excited because it's going to be a... a a DVD player or something, they open his cat poo. Like, great, right? Right, yeah. Like a little getting back at him. Uh, so now we're on day 10 of this cat poo. I, I knew this was going to happen. I remember when I lost my keys and I said, I'm not going to get a locksmith out there because as soon as I get the locksmith out there, I'm going to find my keys. And that's exactly what happened. I dropped 300 bucks, found my keys right afterwards. And I thought, man, if we do this cat poop thing, suddenly the, the porch pirates will, will be on spring break or something. And so instead of it getting stolen on night one or two or three, now I've got 10-day cat poop in a box on my porch. And we've got these cameras outside, Daniel, and it alerts me when there's movement on the front porch. Now, my phone is silent during the night, so I can come here and entertain America every morning. But I'll wake up, and I woke up this morning, Daniel, look at my phone first thing. I've got four notifications, four instances of movement on my front porch, and I'm just like... And I've been waiting for this video. I know people on Facebook are like, you know, please update us. I, I would update you. There's just not been a lot of movement. I've still just got a box of warm cat poop on my porch. So I look at the notifications. I get very excited. I press play on the first one. And uh, and I go, okay, something's going on. A cat. A cat. So the And then the second video, another cat. Third video, the same cat. What this cat poop is doing is attracting cats like I've never seen before. I don't see a lot of cats in my neighborhood, but man, I guess if you leave that scent out there, they're going crazy. So to my horror and disappointment, we didn't get the lady who stole my packages. Cats are coming over there and rubbing on the box. Well, like they're almost petting themselves with the box. Okay. It's been 10 days. Throw it away. What now do you mean you're, throw it away? You're no. punishing yourself at this point. Then they win. No, no, no. Nobody wins. Just throw it away and start new or you're, you're just at this point. It's kind of gross. No, no. Yeah, it is. Daniel it's and disgusting. Life. You've got to think bigger than self. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for all of y'all. Because if uh, porch pirates get the idea that they're running the risk of stealing cat poop, I think it'll eliminate the problem. They're not falling for it. And now at this point, you're just a dirty bird with an old box of poop on your on your porch. This lady might have been caught. She might be in the slammer. Could be in the slammer for two or three years now, and now you're just going to sit out there with that gross cat poop on your front porch? I throw will, it away. I will never. I have spoken. I will never do that. What do you mean you're never going to throw it away? I'll die on this hill. No. I'm leaving that cat poop out there until somebody steals it, and that's all there is to it. Tig. And the neighbors come on over. It's disgusting. Throw, you're throw it up. away. Uh, it could cause disease and pestilence over there. I'm doing this for Tulsa, not for me.
At this point, it's over. The charade is over. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. There's no reason to keep it. Would you be... No, I ain't want to do nothing when it comes to no fakies. <laughs> Would you be open to me throwing that box away and starting afresh with... <laughs> I, I don't want you handling doo-doo. I don't. You scoop it out of the thing. I, it's handling it. And then you put it in the box and you, you seal it up. Another reason you're a dirty bird. Now you're getting to be a little... You got a little fascination with it, which is making me very uncomfortable, no. to be honest with you. I don't feel like this is a professional thing to be doing. I No fascination. I'm a resolute. I have a goal to accomplish. And until... You call me Dirty Bird. I'll call her Dirty Thief. Knock Takes it the off. cat poop. I'm not going to stop. It's done. She could be in jail. That poor mailman has to come up there every day smelling that. Forget that. Your little son every day has to walk <laughs> past it, play it's on it. It's probably a health violation. It. Get rid of it. All right. No, I won't. Tig, it's over. Everybody wants to know what's going to happen, and I'm going to keep it going until I can post a video on Facebook of a lady stealing poop. Every story has an it. ending, and the ending to this story is you're going to throw that away no. and stop being so disgusting and stop being such a dirty bird. The, Get rid of it. This story is not at sunset. This is a midlife. This thing's over, man. We haven't figured out the conclusion. You know, every They're, story, you have a you have an antagonist, and you have a climax, and you have a resolution. We, we're at the climax. We haven't gotten the resolution yet. You think I'm going to stop this story now? You're crazy. If I were your wife, I would divorce you. Right away, if you keep doing stuff like that with this you imagine box. that in court? Like, why do you why do you want to separate from your husband? And I got to go there like, listen, I'm not removing that cat poop no matter what. They would be like, uh, your honor, this guy keeps a box of cat poop on the front porch. <laughs> the, uh, and the guy's going to throw down the gravel and be like, all right, you, whatever you want, take it all. You get all his money. All the cat poop, all the money. So Just stop doing it. It's over. Okay. The lady could be in jail, okay? All right, I'll do you a favor, and I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to come get it myself. Oh, you, you're a dirty bird. I'll dress like a, a, a lady and come out there and throw it away for you if you that want. That would help me. Please do that, See, actually. now you try to get me over your we house could... dressed like a lady. You are a dirty, <laughs> dirty bird. I knew it. <laughs> 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Tig has had this, uh, got hit by porch pirates. He's had a box of cat poop now out on his uh, porch in an Amazon box, hoping that the porch pirate will come back, grab up this box of poop, and yeah. run away with it, and he'll have the last laugh. Day 10. It's day 10. I said to throw it away. Now, people that you care about, loved ones, are coming over to your house accidentally. If we just got a text from Brittany Baseball, uh, who you care about, a friend of yours. She yeah, goes, lovely lady. I picked that box up thinking they had a package when I got there the other day, and then a gross face emoji, <laughs> the vomit emoji. She's very upset about it. Yeah. I would be too. She's betrayed. Yeah, she's thinking could... she's doing y'all a favor by carrying in this package, and it's filled with. Yeah, she walks in. I go, that's cat poop, and you know, yeah, she didn't know. She's so, being nice. So, Tig, the I'm the not jig is up. up. It's mm -mm. been 10 days. It's over. Throw it away. Get rid of it. It's done. No, I'm 10 days in, buddy. I am committed now. You're nasty. Who's this? Hey, this is Mike. Hey, Mike. I just want to offer some words of encouragement really quick. Um, I've you. never once listened to Daniel for advice. Do not start now. Your determination, your dedication, it's inspiration for so many. And keep a poop on your porch if you truly are a man of the people. Thank you. I, that's what I'm saying, Daniel. You think about all the patriots in this country that have sacrificed. And, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm really, one of them now. I, I'm keeping cat poop on my porch for society. It sounds like you're doing the Lord's work. Thank sounds you. like what we got here, Tig, is another dirty bird. You know, they say <laughs> dirty birds of a feather flock together. Do they? Yeah. <laughs> that's what they say. Yeah. yeah. That's what my grandpa used to say. That's what everybody said. <laughs> and we'll come back tomorrow with day 11 of cat poop journal.
But in the meantime, let's get down to business. I'll go on strike if you don't stop with the cat poop. Don't go on strike yet. We got these tickets to give away. Jason Bolin and the Stragglers. Uh, what are we going to play in the bullfight today? Uh, we're going to do a buy quiz. All the answers to these questions begin with the prefix B-I. B-I. Okay. Like bilateral? How about not giving away the answers? Bicameral? Quiet. All right, caller number nine, caller number 10, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898 for the buy quiz on the bull. The Bull, today's hot country with Tige and good morning to you, Daniel. Here we are. It's the Bull Fight. Good morning, Tige. Uh, we've got uh, two contestants on the phone today. Danielle, who is an accountant. This must be an awfully busy time for you. Am I right? Very busy. Uh, did you know, fun fact about Tige, he hasn't done his taxes in seven years. Oh, he's one of those. No, one of those, yeah. You think he's going to go to the slammer soon? Uh, probably I'll give it a couple more years. All right, two more years, Ty. You can go. You heard it. Uh, you heard it from uh, Danielle. You go nine years without paying your taxes. Sweet. You'll be so fine. I got two years left of cat poop on the porch before they're right. coming around me up. Great. Uh, we've also got Paige, who works at Brahms. Uh, you were just telling us the chili cheese fries over there are tremendous. I didn't even know Brahms had chili cheese fries. Yes, I didn't know either until I started working there, and I get them all the time. Paige, I've just come up with a genius idea for you. Um, how about a chili cheese sundae? <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> like Think about that. it. You got the chili. You got that the, was not set the, right you've got, with my stomach. You got the uh, sweet, the savory, the cold, the hot. You can call it the Tiger Dangle mm -mm. Sunday. We'll talk about it later on. <laughs> Guys, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Uh, this is called the Buy Quiz. All the answers to these questions begin with the prefix B-I. B-I. Up first, this. Uh, uh, actually, Danielle, you're the first to get through. So, Danielle, okay. your question is, this is a two-wheeled convoyance. Two-wheeled convoyance. Two-wheeled convoyance? Yes, play. Not bicycle, is it? Is that your answer or no? Yeah, yeah, that's my answer. Okay, yes, that is correct. Come on. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Paige, next question. All right. When describing Tig, people often refer to him as this because he speaks two languages. Bilingual? Bilingual, yes. One of the many bywords they refer to when talking to Tig. By chin. <laughs> We're tied up one to one. Danielle, up next. This is a telescope for two eyes. Binoculars. Duh. Binoculars is correct. Page. Disorder previously known as manic depression. Bipolar? Bipolar is correct. We are tied up two to two. Danielle. Two-headed muscle of the upper arm. Bicep. Bicep is correct. Paige. This. Yeah. These are glasses with different lenses for near and far. 
Bifocals is correct. Ty, we are tied up three to three. Our listeners know our buzz. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Danielle. Number system using only zero and one. Um. Bi- I don't know. Binary. Binary. Uh. Page. <laughs> Occurring every 14 days. Occurring every 14 days. Uh. That would be bi-weekly. Oh, bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. <laughs> All right. We are tied up. Three to three. One question left. This is for all the marbles. Danielle, 200th anniversary. 200th anniversary. Oh, bicentennial? Bicentennial is correct. Paige, this means supported by both Republicans and Democrats. <laughs> Mm, uh, I don't know. That would be bipartisan. What? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Bipartisan. You often hear that in the news. They'll say this is a bipartisan mill. What? Uh, Not mill. Bipartisan bill. bill. Yeah. (laughs) Mill. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, Danielle, you had defeated Paige in the 98.5 The Bull fight. Will you hold on to these tickets or will you give them to Paige? Paige, who works at Brahms, why do you why should she give you the tickets? Um, honestly, I'm just trying to venture out and go to more things. I've been to one concert in my life and I just recently bought two tickets for me and my mother to Luke Bryan for her birthday. Yeah. So she's made the case that she'd like to go to more concerts. She has recently purchased a show that she's going to, but she'd like more. Danielle, will you hold on to these tickets or give them to Paige? Well, I have four kids, so, yeah, I need a way. So <laughs> I will hang on, hang on to these tickets. All right. They're very busy. Danielle, the accountant, <laughs> will be going to Kane's Ballroom. And tell all your friends tomorrow another chance to win tickets. Have a good morning, ladies. Thanks for calling, okay? Thank you. Thank have a nice you. day. You too, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Welcome in. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. It's off the wall. We go to a company's Facebook page. We'll see what people are complaining about. And today you've chosen Popeye's Chicken. Isn't Popeye's uh, our airport go-to? But when we fly into certain cities, if there's a Popeye's around, me and you will go and eat Popeye's together. We have a Popeye's date that we do. Yeah, the Popeye's date we do, yeah. Yeah. this is from the actual Popeyes Facebook wall. These are not. This is not the local Tulsa or Oklahoma Popeyes. It's just the whole country. Tag, do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, first, Nicole says Popeyes count your days. This is supposed to be a fish sandwich. I already can't stand those B A S T A R D S. It worked there on Wesley Chaplin Decatur, and this is what I get. Yeah. She's upset about the fish sandwich. I didn't know they had fish at Popeyes. Hot new fish sandwich. Dub says, hello, my name is Dub, and I've been a vegan for four years. I'm 6'3 and 299 pounds. 
I'm headed to Popeye's. <laughs> I Popeye's think, broke his vegan streak? I think what happened was he was waiting to celebrate when he got under 300 pounds. Now he's going to go oh, to Popeye's. Oh, I see. So he's vegan to lose weight, then he hit the goal, and now he's going to go eat some chicken. Uh, Dakota is upset with Popeye's. Dakota says, Popeye's, you lost an every Tuesday customer. Terrence says, today I am donating $4 trillion to Popeye's. That's pretty good. That is, an, that is an insane person. That's worth more than the whole Apple Corporation. Laura says, that fish sandwich is from Popeye's is everything with the spicy mayo and a side of coleslaw. Yum. I guess I missed the uh, fish sandwich in the news. That's the hot new thing there, Popeye's. Would you trust a fish sandwich from a chicken place? Not a big fish guy, so <laughs> probably wouldn't trust yeah. it from any place. Andrea says, Popeye's blueberry lemon cream cheese pie should be illegal. It's so good. I did see that Oklahoma is going to have a, a vote next week whether or not the Popeye's blueberry lemon cream cheese pie will be legalized or not for recreational use. You can get it medically, but... Right, yeah. You can get the medical blueberry lemon cream cheese, not the recreational. Linda says, good morning, everyone. I'm on my way to the gym. Why is it next to Popeye's? I've been struggling <laughs> for a few weeks. Poor thing. Could you imagine that? Oh, uh, yeah, that's brutality to want to improve yourself and you're being disciplined and everything and you're going to the jail. Oh, there's a Popeye's. Great. It should be illegal to have a Popeye's anywhere near it a should. gym. And I do the same thing when I go to the grocery store and I have to pass about three different places on the way home and I'm yeah, always you know just like, oh, I went and did groceries and I better swing by the drive-thru and reward myself. You know cities, they say a strip club can't be within half mile of a church or a school. They should do that with gyms and Popeye's, right? It's not impossible. Yeah. And finally, uh, Sean has used uh, sarcasm to point out his issue with Popeye's on the Popeye's Facebook wall. Sean says, Dear Popeye's, I would like to issue a public apology for going to one of your restaurants and ordering chicken. As a customer for many years, I knew better than to expect that you'd actually have the main item that you sell available on a Saturday afternoon. Please pass along my apologies to the staff who seemed genuinely shocked that I would do such a thing. Once again, I really should have known better. I guess he's upset they ran out of chicken, and now he's trying to do a very sarcastic apology. I, got, I went to McDonald's once. They were out of fries. Can you imagine that? I like, worked guys, that's like your number one job. <laughs> I worked at a restaurant before. You occasionally run out of things. All right, so you forgive Popeyes for that one encroachment on your rights to eat chicken. Do you now feel like you will have to swing by Popeyes when you get off work? You are got you me still, hungry. Are you still on the KFC uh, chicken pot pie that my mom got <laughs> us all Either one on? is fine right now. It's 8-11 with Tiger Daniel. Coming up, uh, the big vote yesterday. We've got the results from that. You probably already know it's a no, but how close was it? That's all on the way on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. We probably all know by now it was a big no vote yesterday for, uh, they call it question 820. Question 820 was, do you like the weed or do you not? And uh, people said, no, we don't want it recreationally. Welcome into Did You See, brought to you by, well, me and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Daniel, it was a no vote yesterday. The weird thing was is that I was trying to find a poll for like weeks on is it going to pass? Is it not going to pass? But there was really no information. We were kind of flying blind into this thing. Um, but there was a lot on each side, and, of course, the, the vote yesterday was a big old no for recreational marijuana. But how close was it? Statewide, it wasn't even close. It was a, uh, it was a total knockout, about 61 to 38%. Here in Tulsa, it was closer. 
54 to 46, and it was basically a tie in Oklahoma City. So when she got out of the cities and he got into God's country, it was a resounding no, so that will not happen. And uh, the governor's excited, saying he believes it'll protect kids and all that. So that's that. I was surprised that Tiger came into work today very bummed out. He was wearing a, a black veil. He was uh, so disappointed that this didn't get passed. I, you say that I don't even have one of those cards. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Even, I've never. You know. I hand to God. I've never walked into a dispensary in this town. Whatever you say, Tiger. Okay. We, we believe you. All right. But anyway, so no, I was crying as tears fell into his hemp necklace and were absorbed. He then took his Grateful Dead T-shirt, his tie-dye Grateful Dead T-shirt with those bears on it that says mm-hmm. "Keep on Trucking," and he wiped away the tears. And he said, "I will. We'll get through this somehow." Right. I didn't realize you were such a big uh, fan of recreational marijuana, there, Cheech. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you painting me in this corner. I, I don't even, I've never even been in a place like that. Whatever you say, Snoop Dogg, we believe you. <laughs> okay, what's your story? Get Tulsa on Tulsa believes Tig. Did you see this? Uh, Alley Cat Ranch. I've been seeing this on Tulsa Restaurant Reviews. It's a new uh, barbecue food truck, and that's interesting then that we have that, but it's also kind of like a placeholder for this big, giant facility they're going to build. It's owned by the company that owns Kilkenny's, Nola's, and all that, the Hemingway. They've got something planned for this area, like a 4,000-foot multi-purpose adult playground is how they described it in Tulsa World. They're going to have a pickleball court. They're going to have a Ferris wheel. They're going to have several restaurants. Uh, here's what I can't figure out. I, in this article, it says where the uh, Alley Cat Ranch is located, this food truck. Located next to an old service station just a block or so from where 2nd Street sags into various entries into the inner dispersal loop. Now, Ty, you're very good with the geography. Where the heck is that? That makes no sense to me. Why don't they just put a street address? Like, we're at 2513. I, I looked it up. It's close to the Goat, if you know what that is, that area of town. Is this that, Midtown we're talking about? I guess it would be considered downtown or Midtown. Kind of over there close to Lowood and the Goat and all that. Anyway, that's going to be exciting. That pickleball sweep of the nation, is it not? Yeah, a lot of people are upset about pickleball. What? Like, What's to be upset over? The people that are purist tennis players, they don't like it. The, the municipalities, and I've seen this happen here in Tulsa, they'll take your tennis court that nobody ever uses, and they'll take that net down and paint pickleball lines, and now you can't play tennis out there. But I think more people are playing pickleball anyway. Do you know anybody that plays tennis? Not really, and I certainly don't know any tennis purist as you say well they don't like pickleball people they think we're riffraff coming onto their courts and things well i didn't know you had your finger on the pulse of all the local tennis purists around here uh jamie lee curtis i would like to make fun of her about this idea but i think it's brilliant it is brilliant uh she likes to rock she's 64 years old but she's got a message for major music acts here she is on the red carpet earlier this week talking about how she thinks major bands should do matinee concerts. I am going to just say this now as a taunt and as a suggestion. You too, do a matinee. Coldplay, do a matinee. Bruce Springsteen, do a matinee. You're old. Do it at noon or 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. I will come and hear your five-hour concert, Bruce, at 2 o'clock, and I'm going to be home and in bed by 7.30. I got to be honest with you. I think that's a brilliant idea. Luke Bryan's coming to the BOK Center. If he had a matinee on a Saturday at 2, I'd be there. You know, you think about their their stuff's already in town. Mm-hmm. They've got the big trucks in town, the tour buses in town. And they usually get here early in the mornings. If they could get that thing set up, they could do a show at 2 and then a show at 7. They would double the concert revenue because but they're, and they're already in town. It's not like they have to get back to Tulsa. That's a great idea. 
Could you imagine going to the concert at 2 o'clock and then you're in bed by 8 o'clock and you can go to work the next day? If you ever go to a movie during the day and you walk out and it's still daylight, that's very jarring. Could you imagine going to a concert and right. coming outside and it's still daylight? It's a really – I don't know a whole lot about Jamie Lee Curtis. The, the most I know about her is that she would get on television and talk about her stomach a lot. She did uh, She would eat yogurt to make her regular. For, yeah, for uh, That's what she's activity. most famous for to me. Okay. But also now second most famous for coming up with the concert matinee the idea. Best idea in the world. Not bad. Uh, did you see this? The Sunny D vodka seltzer is going to hit the shelves on Saturday at Walmart. If you like, see, everybody loves Sunny Delight, right? I don't know. Is that a good idea? Because Sunny Delight, you know, you think kids. And kids might see Sunny Delight and think, you know, kids. Is it a good idea? I hope the packaging is clear that it's not Sunny Delight. I think the people that work for um, Sunny Delight probably just want that money. Yeah, because, I mean, let's. when's the last time you had a sunny D? Been a while. So they, they lose revenue once we get older because, you know, we're, we don't drink sunny D anymore, but this will bring us back into the fold. The when's D the last family. time you had the D? I don't even remember when I had the D. Like, probably when I was way younger than I am now. Uh, did you also see that, uh, oh, Lord, it just escapes me what I was going to say. Great reporting. Oh, man. Tom Love, the guy, that the founder of Love's Travel Stops, dead at 85 uh, it seems like a great guy. I love I love Loves. He uh, became a billionaire when he started a gas station one day and look at the empire he built. Pretty good. And just goes to show you, like, the branding. You know, he used that last name of his. I love the logo. Well, I can love, think, man, you can Loves see the great. logo right now if you just think about Loves Truck Stop. Right, you know? the colors Perfect. and everything. 85 years old. And finally, Tig, I thought this was very sweet. It's a little depressing. I'll let you completely decide. A five-year-old lost his great-grandmother. And he sings, My Heart Will Go On, there at the memorial service. The guy's a preschooler, a little Bentley. So he's hurting because he's lost his grandma. And he decides to sing a song at the yeah. funeral. Now, he's not professionally, he's not a professionally trained singer. And I bet there wasn't a dry eye at the house when this little guy got up and sang, My Heart Will Go On, from Titanic, again at his great-grandmother's memorial service. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to survive that. Like, that that's too hurtful in a way, right? Yeah. Like, to see the kid hurting and singing that song for Were his Were you grandma. lucky enough to know your great-grandparents? No. Not only did I know my great-grandparents, uh, winter break sometime, I'm like seven, eight years old, my mom would let them babysit me. And part of the time, I was like, Mom, you know, they're, they're on up there here. Uh, is it safe to leave me? With great grandparents. Mm -hmm. And it was winter, it was like Christmas break, and I would go over there. There was not a toy in the house. All you could play with was clothespins. And I would say, Grandma, I want to go outside and play with the kids in the park. And she'd say, she was old school. She would say, You cannot go outside without something on your head. Hand to God, Tyke, she made me wear a bonnet <laughs> to go outside and play. There was no reasoning with her. The price her. you got to pay. Well, yeah, back then, several of her relatives probably died of just getting cold, you sure, know? Sure, yeah, so that was a different thing. Well, good on you for knowing your great-grandma, at least. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Tyke, uh, I sent you a clip last night. Tyke and I have hosted in Nashville a couple of times Clay Walker, famous musician Clay Walker, uh, he had like a charity event, and uh, I always tell everybody, man, that is such a nice guy, such a nice guy. Clay then, Walker is like a good-looking dude. He's really nice to everybody around him. We always left that, like, 
That was really cool seeing Clay Walker again. Right. And uh, then this clip comes out on TikTok of him berating this bus driver. This must have been an awful weekend. I, I got an edited version here, Ty. It's oh, are you going to play w- it? Would you like to hear a little bit of this? This is Clay Walker yelling at his, like when they go on tour, they got drivers and he didn't like this guy. He's real mad. All right, let's hear it. I can whip your ass a one-hand time behind my back. Don't say a word. Tomorrow, call your boss and get me an experienced driver out here because you are not that. And I've been trying to raise you up last night, and you're telling me I'm eating into your drive time. Told me you'd be here at 10 p.m. You were not here, you lying. So when I come out of that bathroom, get your Ready to drive and drive me smooth, or you're gonna regret it. <laughs> Get drive ready to smooth. drive and drive me smooth. <laughs> he was. What does that even mean? Drive me smooth. I, I think that they, like, literally, when you're on tour, there are drivers that they feel like are doing a better job of not hitting pot because you're asleep, man. Potholes, and, you yeah. know. And and I guess he wants a smooth ride out of there. Well, listen here, buddy. Tig, I'll tell you right now. You drive me. You better drive. Dan, I remember. Uh, <laughs> It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. I lived in an apartment complex once, and like clockwork, every day I could go out there, I think it was like 12.30, like clockwork, I could go out there, and a guy in an AT&T truck was just parked there. Uh-huh. And I think my, my apartment complex was kind of hidden, and especially where I lived was kind of hidden, and I think the guy from AT&T was using that as a place to hide out. You know, build some hours, but just chill. What time were you going out there? 12.30 in the afternoon, lunchtime or so. Okay, so the guy's out there, the poor working man. Mm-hmm. Out there eating his lunch every day, and you suspect he's up to no good. Uh, See, you know what you a sweet are? You're a bit there, of a Karen, right? whatever the yeah. male version of a Karen is. <laughs> Guy's out there working hard in the sun, beating down on him, installing cable, having his lunch, and you're out there making note of it. What, where was this at? This, this is in North Carolina, This right? is in North Carolina, yeah. What city? Greensboro, North Greensboro, Carolina. Greensboro, located in the state of North Carolina. What country is North Carolina located? The United States. Okay, I believe that's a free country, right? <laughs> yeah. Then why are you putting your, your, your big nose in this guy's business? But anyway, I was going to tell you, I found Tulsa's version of that. I know where they all hide out. Oh, where do they go for their lunch? Right. Restaurants? So right there on uh, Peoria, there's a church that <laughs> isn't active anymore. It's boarded up and stuff. I think they're going to put a Chick-fil-A there or something, but... Anyway, it's near my son's school, so if I get to my son's school a little before pickup, uh-huh. I'll just chill out there and watch Facebook or whatever. And so it's a great little just place to be where you don't have to really do anything except park. And I look over there, U.S. Mail is there, FedEx is there, the cable, it's their, it's their way of, uh, you know, chilling at work, I think. And that's okay with me. I ain't no rat. But I, you, you know. Are, you got on the radio back in North Carolina, like, I think they're hiding. And I'm like, it's lunchtime. Man, they're hiding back you there. You can't eating. tell me. They're hiding back there eating from sacks. Well, that's lunch. <laughs> that's lunchtime. Yeah, all right. But let, let's throw out the scenario, right? Let's okay. say you work for the United States Postal Service. Got it. And like any job, at first, it takes you a while to get, catch on to it. You know, it's probably a really, really hard day. Uh-huh. But then you learn your route a little better, and you, you learn, oh, Miss Pickens, and, you know, you learn the neighbors, and you learn. And so I would say, let's say you have to hit, I don't know, 300 homes. Let's say now you're doing 300 homes by 11 o'clock, but you don't want to go back to the mail station because then, you know, they'll know you're done. Yeah, you go park there for a couple hours and people think you're still on your route, even though you already got it done. Or you simply park there on your lunch break and eat. <laughs> you got too Did much I get t- on the radio and say? You got too much time. Ta- yeah, you got too much time on your hands, anyway, buddy. I like those good hiding spots, man. Everybody needs a good hiding spot to hide from their family or employer or something. And they got one by that church on Peoria. If you need a spot to hide, don't come over there because I'm there.
Don't let anybody know about that good hunting spot over there, okay, Daniel? Okay, I won't tell. I won't tell a soul. <laughs> Speaking of souls, Daniel, you really care about yours. Oh Lord, yes. Uh, that's why I got one of those craft body scans, Tyg. Listen, you, you get your car checked on, you get you your go, house checked on. Why not? You got to check on your body. I bet you could hide out over there in your car. A craft body scan. You can hide out inside there while you're getting the craft body scan. You're not going to be able to hide out for long because it doesn't take very long. You Mm -hmm. just get right up on that table. But it's like a selfie for your insides. And your dad told me a story. He had a heart attack, and he said, man, I made a big mistake. I never paid attention to my health until I was about 50 years old. But, uh, Daniel, you're younger than that. You learned a lesson. You went and got a craft body scan. It it, it tells you it's like a state of the union for your body. You get your oil checked, don't you? you? You get your house inspected. This is an inspection for your body. Really easy. $149 for you and a spouse to go over there for your heart and lung. Craftbodyscan.com. That's craftbodyscan.com.